Welcome to Kofsi Cast, podcasts that are designed to help you achieve academic success. Brought to you by Kofsi FM, a division of the University of the Free State Student Affairs, in partnership with the Center for Teaching and Learning. And today we are catching up with the Faculty of Humanities, and we're going to talk about what is going to happen in the second semester. And let's start off there. What is going to happen in the second semester in in terms of learning? Let me start by sending out greetings to all our students in the faculty in the three campuses, uh, namely Bloemfontein, Krakwa, South Campus, and also the sub-regions. I'm Dr. Rosalind Sibolao, the Teaching and Learning Manager for the faculty, and I'm sharing this podcast with my colleagues, namely Mr. Tzabelise Sokela, our Teaching and Learning Coordinator, Ms. Katlejo Mabulana, who's our Academic Advisor, and Mr. Zain Mentor, who's our Academic Facilitator. Now, reflecting a little bit to the previous uh, semester, I just want to indicate that the COVID-19 pandemic has affected both students, academics, and management of the university and the faculty similarly. And this required us to re-strategize in order to be able to minimize its impact on our students, who are our core stakeholders. Now, we acknowledge the various challenges that our students faced in the first semester, and we are prepared to provide continuous support in the second semester. Hence, we're already trying to communicate with them. We firstly would like to encourage you, our students, to be very positive, to have a positive mindset, never to give up, and know that all the staff in the humanities, the dean and her staff, the lecturers, and all support staff, are committed to providing you with all the support that you need in your learning. However, we need you to communicate with us regularly in any form available, be it via email, via WhatsApp, any form that you can, make sure that you communicate with us. Now, what's going to happen is that the university as a whole made a decision to continue with online teaching and learning. We will be working accordingly, according to the university's reintegration plan for phase four, which is in alignment with the country's level two of lockdown. The faculty will accommodate a limited number of students in certain modules for face-to-face teaching to ensure social distancing, as we all know, and some students who will be allowed on campus for uh, uh, easy access to learning facilities. Now, permits to access campus will be issued to these students. You will not be able to enter campus if you do not have the access permit. In the South Campus, however, we are not bringing any students back for in, because of the insufficient capacity and will continue with online learning. Those who are doing the module CISL, uh, the computer module CISL 1561 will get an opportunity to come back and complete the module in January 2021. However, as I indicated, we have sub-regions. Those who are in the sub-regions will be allowed to come back for completion of this module, CISL 1561, in phase four, which is starting from September 2020. Now, for online learning, please note that all the modules are registered on Blackboard, and you can access learning materials, your tasks, your assessments and assignments, on Blackboard. Students can contact their lecturers, their academic facilitators where they need clarity or assistance. 
and students who are not able to access uh, study guides on Blackboard, please communicate with your lecturers for alternative arrangements so that you can be assisted. The faculty took a decision to convert to continuous assessment to make it easier for students to get the marks. Continuous assessment means that all assessments will be online for access at your own pace, and lecturers are able to help students to make uh, who cannot make deadlines due to their unique challenges. I would like to emphasize, however, that students need to keep regularly checking their emails for notifications to avoid you missing assessments, because while there will be flexibility, the faculty has deadlines for mark submission, and we want to make it easier also for our lecturers to meet these deadlines. If you find yourself missing an assignment or assessment submission, it is important that you contact your lecturer and provide a clear explanation why this happened. If you have not been well, then we would need a doctor's certificate before you can be provided with another opportunity to take a test online. We realize that while not all students can be accommodated back on to campus, most of them will need assistance in various aspects, and we have a number of strategies within the faculty and the university at large that are outlined by our teaching and learning coordinator, who is Mr. Tebelithe Sokela. So what student support mechanisms are available in the faculty? Thank you very much for that question, Harben. I think, let me start by saying we really take off our heads and also commend the students and staff for their perseverance during these testing times. So as a teaching and learning unit in the Faculty of Humanities, we try our best to ensure that we revamp tutorial support as far as possible to extend student support. In the Faculty of the Humanities, the tutorial support system is constituted by a team of plus or minus 60 dedicated and hardworking tutors and facilitators who are actually available to support every student in each and every step of the way via e-tutorials. So this might be either via WhatsApp or any other platform that the students are able to then use. And behind the scenes, we have been reimagining uh, tutorial support, and this is based on now our experience that we've had in the first semester. So if one looks at this experience, we have decided to actually, uh, as we move towards the second semester, we <clears throat> We will continue with online uh, uh, tutorials, and this is constituted by two uh, tutorial programs. So, first of all, we have the first year student support system, which is constituted by facilitators who are working closely with departments to ensure that uh, students get the support they need. And this is mainly specific departments. And the second leg of this student support system is the A-step program, which is also a dedicated uh, support system for senior students who are doing now their second year uh, or third year of studies. And as part of ensuring that no student is left behind, 
we have the, put in place the following measures. The first one is that uh, ASTEP has been able to initiate a call center system wherein uh, the tutors are able to contact students uh, and also provide e-tutorial e support based on their needs and demand. And what students have to do to get access to this is that they have to call the number 051-401-2444. Let me repeat, it's 051-401-2444. And also they have to look out for advertisements that would be circulated via social media and all other UFS communication platforms. And Already, what we have been able to do this semester is that we've been able to reach out to students. Uh, we've reached out to above 400 students to try and uh, provide the necessary support across all faculties for modules that are within uh, the ASTEP program. And we have put in place uh, an early warning system where we'll try our best to also identify students who are struggling so that we also reach out using the same uh, platform. And already we have a list on our hand which we are using to uh, reach out to students and identify what support needs do they have. And in the case where we feel that the scope of support that we provide is not within our reach, we are able to then refer them to the relevant support on campus. And uh, perhaps my colleague, who is one of our academic advisors, Katle Homabulana, will then outline a bit about what, uh, share what you can expect from us as we move towards the second semester. Thank you. Thank you so much for the floor. Um, uh, as Kavirikle said, I would just like to take off the head for all, to all our students. And my name is Katejo Mabulana, one of the humanities faculty advisors. We are three of us in the Bloemfontein campus handling student inquiries, namely um, Neo Rabohali, uh, Juanita Chongwani, and myself, Katejo Mabulana including our colleagues in the Kaka campus. You will find um, Lungile Mohali and Ketiwe Bio in the Kaka campus. And in the South campus, you will find Chara Shuping, who will be handling all the student inquiries. And all our information can be found on the university's website and the South Campus, Kwakwa, and the Faculty of Humanities homepage. We offer the following support uh, to students. Um, we are dealing with handling inquiries, such as academic advice, which includes curriculum advice for prospective students, current or retaining undergraduate students, including our honors uh, students. And we also deal with inquiries relating to special exams, deviations, in cases of deviations, request dealing with uh, replacement of modules, obviously in line with the NQF level and according to the general rules. Uh, we also deal with students who want to improve their marks in line with the general rules, changing of qualification, moving from one academic plan to another. Um, we also deal with registration uh, inquiries within our faculty, uh, including a readmission requests such as students who interrupted their studies, 
student with residential period issues, those who are who are hoping to uh, extend their request, I mean, their residential period, we then um, work with the dean to make such decisions. And we also dealing with a request regarding progression rules, such as students who are repeating their modules for the third time, our poor academically performing students, as, as well as dealing with uh, student exclusions. We also handling uh, student appeal processes, interfaculty transfers, and we also deal with all necessary referrals such as CTL. We refer students to CTL for assistance with uh, academic advising, I mean career advising, dealing with uh, time management, study methods, writing skills, and other and other stakeholders which um, play a huge role in the support structure of students, such as the departments, the financial aid, the quads, the international um, office, psychologists, which are based in the COFSI Health, Student Academic Services, which is SAS, and other faculties. So this is basically what we all do. And we are hoping that students will constantly keep in touch with us so that we can handle all their necessary inquiries. Now, what is expected of the student in terms of the use of these support mechanisms? All right. Thank you, Gerben. Uh, firstly, my name is Zain Mantour. I'm an academic facilitator for the humanities. Now, firstly, I would like to express our sincere gratitude for providing us with this opportunity in reaching out to our students. I also think it is only fitting to start off with a definition of what learning is, as I think this is crucial, seeing as we are part of an academic environment and we are expected to continue learning despite the current global pandemic. Therefore, learning is the acquisition of knowledge, habits and attitudes. It involves new ways of doing things and it operates in an individual's attempts to overcome obstacles or to readjust to new situations. It is present progressive change in behavior enables the student him or her to satisfy interest in attaining goals now i think that it is also important to remember that the university and the faculty are committed to providing the student with academic support and to assist all students in completing the academic year our priority as said previously is to leave no student behind now, I think that it's also important for students to not only understand what is expected of them in utilizing the resources available, but they should also understand what the institution's responsibility towards them is. We can say that the university recognizes that a campus environment conducive to student success extends beyond the classroom, and that student well-being is a function of the interaction between individual students and their broader environment. This includes the people, the processes, and the institutional systems in the environment. This creates a campus environment that is conducive to student success. It also allows for the support of the entire student population through the creation of an environment conducive to the success through a systematic approach to student support. This is done in adopting a preventative and holistic approach, which includes offering services and opportunities for personal growth empowerment and academic success. 
When we look at what is expected of students in utilizing these mechanisms and what students' responsibilities are, we can say that students at the UFS are responsible for familiarizing themselves with the support services offered in the faculty as well. Students are encouraged to consider declaring their support needs to the relevant campus structures. The UFS encourages students to make appointments with the relevant campus facilities if their support needs are not disclosed and receive guidance on support opportunities available. Students must also ensure that they have a clear idea of what will be expected of them in their course of study and where relevant, apply for the accommodations provided in this policy prospectively and not retrospectively. Now, in order to clarify what has been said in terms of students' responsibility, we need to understand that it also includes perhaps the following in order for a student to achieve academic success and making use of these support services. Students should demonstrate academic integrity and honesty. They must ensure that they attend and participate in classes, labs, and seminars that are presented. They must be prepared and on time they should complete the assigned work in a timely manner with attention to quality of work and to become engaged learners who dedicate sufficient time outside of class to studying. They should also act in a civil manner that respects the university learning social environment and complies with the university policies outlined in the student rule books and catalogues. They then should also utilize the university or faculty resources and seek help when needed because a lot of the times we do not know what your needs are unless you make it known to us. Lastly, and perhaps the most important, students must identify, develop and implement a plan to achieve their educational goals. So that is what is basically expected of students should they be returning to campus or if they should still prefer studying in isolation. Any concluding remarks? Uh, yes, I think we can just re-emphasize what we already said in the beginning. The university recognizes that a campus environment is conducive to student success and this extends beyond the classroom and that students well-being is a function of the interaction between all of the stakeholders students lecturers tutors academic facilitators and the broader faculty itself we should all work together in creating a campus environment that is conducive to not only student success but the success of the institution itself and of course support for the entire student population through the creation of an environment that is conducive to their success through a systematic approach to student support and adopting a preventative and holistic approach that enables all students to utilize these resources and to achieve their academic success. What support channels are available? The support channels, have, as outlined by our, my colleagues before, are so in abundance. All we need is just our students to be available and make use of them. And I would like to start saying your lecturers and your tutors are the most important people in your life and you need to reach out to them for support that you need. Not only them, but as indicated, your academic advisors are also there. In case where you feel you, you feel challenged to contact them, you also have your student representatives to really assist you in, in you know, navigating your way through these support channels. They may not be able to give you a, a device or solve your connectivity problem. However, we will be able to identify the ways in which we can assist you. 
Now, in the faculty, we do have the faculty manager, Ms. Marika Kutsie, who also works with our academic advisors within the faculty. Now, if you want to communicate your challenge, there is a humanities email address that is humanities at ufs.ac.za, and your concern will be forwarded to the academic advisor for assistance. Please contact them if you have any queries, as Gatlaro has explained earlier. In case you have challenges with your tutors, you can find your tutors, or you need some further clarity, you need to contact Mr. Tzabeli Sokela. His email is sokelach at ufs.ac.za, and he will assist you. We also have the Center for Teaching and Learning, as we indicated. You will find our ad, uh, academic advisors still. Monica Schumann is one of them who assists us in, uh, in the faculty. And all these people are here to give you all the support that you need in your studies. Now, please contact them. Please make sure that you utilize these services. And we do have standard operating procedures. Contact your, our website and find out what do the operating procedures say? There are general uh, email addresses there. We do have one advising at ufs.ac.za that is for Bloomfontein Academic Advising. For Kwakwa, it is advising qq, which is Kwakwa, at ufs.ac.za. And then South Campus, it is shooping cn at ufs.ac.za. Now, I would really ask you to contact the uh, standard operating procedures for guidance. Remember, students, the Faculty of Humanities cares about you. And that was representatives mm -hmm. from the humanities faculties. This forms part of our Learn On series. This was a Kofsi Cast, podcast that are designed to help you achieve academic success. Brought to you by Kofsi FM, a division of the University of the Free State Student Affairs, in partnership with the Center for Teaching and Learning.